Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights recap episode. We're getting up close to a thousand now, so we're in the low 900s. Enjoying doing these recap episodes. Now with doing three times a week instead of daily, which I was doing, it takes a little bit longer between the recaps, and that's actually making it more fun for me. I hope it is for you. It means the episodes I'm talking about are like a couple months old now. I've got to think back. I'm trying to put out evergreen episodes, but clearly some of the episodes are more timely than others. I encourage you to enjoy as you can my shorter episodes. 899 was my conversation with Mike Summer. We talked about breaking down a collection. If you buy a huge collection, you have a huge potential for profit when you're breaking things down like that. But the profit can disappear if you put a high value on your time. I'm retired now, or at least semi-retired, and so I have some time, and I enjoy doing things, so I don't really think about it as a cost. This would be an example of an episode 899 with Mike, just like his podcast and his blogs. You could go back and listen to it a year or two or five later and still get some value. So Mike and I, we do some things the same and some things different. And I hope you'll uh, you'll get something out of that as I did. I really learned from that. 901 was the tribute to Mark Anderson. I have a schedule of episodes that I want to do. And then life interrupts with unpleasant things that come up that just, we live in a world where where people get sick and have untimely deaths. Mark was not in good health, a great guy. So I had Rich Klein and Joe White, who also obviously knew Mark really well, just was sad, and yet uh, here's a guy who made a difference in many ways, but certainly through BGS, a real cog there, and had uh, his own collecting passion. Uh, 902 was, uh, there's several episodes in this segment where, based on the way I'm doing it, I got some things out of order. I did Steve Taft Part 2 before I did Part 1. That wasn't a test to see if you're paying attention, but uh, it really came about because we were doing this almost at the same time of the Mark Anderson passing, so that was fresh. And the second part of the interview is where we dealt with that. I thought we need to just move that to the front. I do my own editing, and forgive me for that, but out of respect for Mark Anderson, I thought I'm going to do the part two first. And Rich was here, and Rich is awesome, obviously. 903, and Steve Taft is amazing. He's really the authority on Star and many other things basketball. 903 was... Again, out of order, it was probably the last segment I did with Patrick Ryan, who's a very successful entrepreneur. Uh, Again, it was a little more timely. I thought I knew this one now because of what was going on. He was over here, so we were doing an in-person interview, and it went well. I really enjoyed the time with Patrick, and I just thought I'm going to roll this one out first instead of putting out his origin story, which was still interesting, but just so that was 903 Fanatics Future is how we titled it. 904, the outtakes from Hobby Hotline from back earlier in December. Pre-grading is the main thing I pulled out of that, or at least part of that. I have that issue myself. You know, I'm looking at cards from some friends that I'm helping them sell their collections and certain cards, you really have to get them graded. And if you can't decide which ones to get graded and it'd be based on not just the grade of the card, but the grade worthiness of the card and certain cards, if you're going to get a five, it's still worth grading others. If you don't get a 10, it's not worth grading or a 9.5 at least. That was the conversation there. I want to help my friends. And thankfully there's a bunch of services out there that help you with the pre-grading your cards. But if I were somebody getting involved in the hobby, I would learn how to grade 
<laughs> it's better to learn how to grade other people's cards because I'm just too biased with the amount. 905 was some questions that Mike Summer had accumulated, as I said in the episode. He's getting ready to contact me, and I beat him to it. I contacted him and said I wanted to do the collection assimilation thing. And he said, well, I've got some questions for you. So let's make a couple episodes about it. He mainly wanted to talk about the business behind the business. The hobby is a business, and running a business is different than selling cards or selling magazines like you're selling grading. 906 was Adam Gray. We have a rapport from several times being on each other's shows. The Iconic 100, his idea, now that he's with PWCC, I thought that was a great idea. Similar to Mike Payne's Top 300 greatest 300 book that he did maybe 20 years now. I guess I've not said this. I have the utmost respect for Mike Payne, but I distanced myself from Mike on that. I didn't want it to be my top 300. He was one of our key editors at the time, baseball, a lot of knowledge. And I thought, I, I don't want it to be mine and Mike's. I want it to be his. And uh, he did a great job with it. 907, more outtakes on vaults from Hobby Hotline. And I've got an idea for vaults. And I've never said this. And that is that instead of paying somebody to hold your cards, why isn't there a vault in New York City where they pay you to put your great cards there and they totally securely have them and they turn it into a museum that all the great cards are in New York City and it's not a way station for eventually selling them. You're just putting them in there and you're just leaving it there and when people come in, they pay admission and you get a cut of that or you get some kind of fee, but wouldn't that be cool in New York City or Washington, D.C. or someplace where you could go in and instead of the vault charging you, charge the vault. Um, anyway, just a thought. <laughs> 908 uh, was uh, Pricing Plateaus with Patrick Ryan. He is, a, as I said, a successful entrepreneur. He has a, a ticket business that has an interesting take on dealing with the sports tickets. We had a business conversation, and I think you'll enjoy the several episodes that Patrick and I did. 909, certainly worthy when at the end of the year I've done this before. They give this list of the sports deaths. I obviously didn't know all the guys, but men and women who passed away during the year. And there's more people passing away each year, it seems, the last few years anyway. Very worthy to give some mention of the icons and noteworthy people that have passed away in the last year. And in some cases, it has very little effect on their card values. And in other cases, it might. Again, there's a lot of other factors. It's not a simple matter. 910 was the Secret Santa session. Actually, it was not a Secret Santa session, but we occasionally do these Saturday sessions. Sessions where I sort cards and talk cards with Rich. Usually Rich is there and then uh, some other people join in. We had Matt Galvin and Stefan and Angela Loeffler. And so we just turn on the microphone and we don't record everything, but we'll turn it on and we'll do something. So they were talking about the Secret Santa. They'd all participate. Then I had not. I have in the past, but not within the hobby. I think I'm hard to get for, but really uh, think that's a great idea. 9-11 was the first part on Steve Taft. Again, he's a wealth of knowledge, not just Star Company, but for Star Company, he's perhaps the unquestioned authority. 9-12 was finally Patrick Ryan's uh, origin story. He's young enough to be my son, actually, for sure. Yeah. So he was collecting back in the day. 913, the Skeppy questions. He sent me 33 questions. You heard that right. 33. I did 23 of them on this episode. I saved probably the ones I thought would be more fun to interact with Skeppy on, not his name. But uh, I'll do those later. With doing three times a week, I just have a bunch of episodes in the queue. But uh, Skeppy, I haven't forgotten. And for those of you who like Skeppy's questions, he's always asking good questions on other shows. So he had some great ones for me. And the other 10, he and I will do those in the future. 914 was selling platforms with Mike Summer. When you're breaking down these collections, 
you've got to sell the card somewhere if you're really going to be self-sustaining, which is one of his uh, main things. So when you're figuring out what selling platform to use, it's not just the money, where you can get the most money. There's trade-offs between time and money. And then there's also the hassle factor that rules out some things for me. And the no-jerk policy is that I like buying and selling to people that I like. I don't like a lot of negative interaction. And so if it's a platform that's going to provide a jerk factor, I'm not going to participate in that. So he and I, I think we're on the same page about that. 915 was Patrick, Ryan, and myself talking about fixing NFTs. Uh, I think there'll be NFTs uh, 2.0, there'll be NFTs 3.0, 4.0. It's just too big of an idea to be selling something that has no cost of production. You're just selling. Again, I'll say all the episodes we do, I like to have some kind of a timeless, evergreen aspect to it. But this is an episode that when you listen back a year from now, two years from now, three years from now, it may sound silly or it may sound like, wow, those guys knew this was going to happen because it's happened. 916 was Adam Gray, the final part on his PWCC Iconic 100. His thing he just loves is the basketball card fanatic, the monthly digital and now requested on print magazine. And he actually did an article on me, which has already come out. And I really enjoy it. I just enjoy the time with Adam. He's a passionate basketball guy. And I love all sports, but uh, basketball, just to roll up my sleeves and talk about the good old days with a guy who's super passionate. 917 and 18 were the sale anniversary thought. It was the 18th anniversary of me selling a company that has my name on it. This was basically from their show, but I edited it to fit what I thought would be appropriate for my audience. So it's a much longer thing, but uh, John Newman and Danny Black enjoyed the time with them. They asked questions that were slightly different. 919 and 920 were the two parts on the Football Card Hall of Fame. Again, timely because I needed to get these out there because <laughs> I don't want you to be reading about, hey, that's a cool idea, but uh, voting is closed. So I think voting is closed now. In fact, voting is definitely closed now. And the announcements have occurred over the weekend. Thanks to Ray and his uh, football compatriots. I think that was a lot of fun going through the ballot. Worthy ballot and look forward to future years of that. 921 was outtakes on grading and certainly on gem rate because we had Ryan Staczynski popping in and be uh, on screen in the Zoom, in the uh, stream yards. We had uh, firsthand answers from Ryan about gem rate, and we talked about that. And that's part of it. I just encourage you to go to Hobby Hotline in its entirety. You can hear it or you can see it, but it's very spontaneous. You can't know in advance what it's going to be. Even when we as hosts decide, here's some things we want to talk about, sometimes the audience, the viewers will comment in with something that just takes it away. And when you have Ryan Szynski being one of your commenters and you invite him to hop on and he hops on, then we had a chance to do a significant portion of the time on that. And that was great. So thanks, Ryan, for doing that. 922 was Matt Galvin's, my young friend, lives very close by and is, for whatever reason, is a collector who's gotten back in, in touch with the hobby and he's going after Tito Sixes. So I think that's worthy of recognition. Thanks, Matt, for sharing your story. And he appeared on some others because he was over here one of those Saturdays. 923 was the Panini football box battle. I'm always trying to do these box opening in an audio way where I'm bringing something into it that isn't the same as what you're going to get if you just watch a case break of the product. I got a lot of not negative feedback, but interesting feedback. People wanted to guess because the punchline of the whole episode was the fact that I got my best card I got out of the, all the boxes was a one of one of a, of what I said was a very unpopular, perhaps even hated player. And they were, people were guessing who would that be? So I, I'm glad I didn't name the player. I, I don't know that 
anybody necessarily is beyond redemption, but this guy has a long way to go. So what I've decided to do is I don't have to decide that I'm going to put him on the wall because it's just complicated. I don't like to put people on the wall that I think bring about a negative story, but it's possible that by the time I get the card back from BGS, which might be next year, I'll be able to have a better understanding of whether this guy has been working toward redemption or whether he is still stuck in this hated hole of unpopularity. So that's it. Another 25 episodes from the last couple of months. Hope you enjoyed them as much as I did. Thanks, everybody. We'll be back again in a couple of days with another episode. is doing.